We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How you doing? Glad to have you with us once again today. Ivy Nation Sports Talk up and rolling along with Jesse Styers. I'm Sean Styers. We've got uh, a lot going on today. You know, we're going to start with some spring football talk, and uh, you know, we're going to we've got spring practice coming up next week, and then coming up in a few minutes, our old friend Tom Noy from the South Bend Tribune is going to join us to get us caught up on uh, everything going on with Notre Dame basketball men's basketball how are you tonight jess i'm doing well i think i've caught up from losing that hour of sleep over the weekend (laughs) i don't know i've i've been just feeling you know felt cruddy anyway you know the other day and uh just kind of i think i'm still i'm still trying to catch up coming out of daylight saving time yeah, I went to bed uh, decently early last night and the night before, so I've just let nature take its course. <laughs> March is a busy month. I've been kind it of is. running around, and there's going to be more running around, so I need to have all the rest I can, especially before this weekend, because this weekend is, as we know, Friday is St. Patrick's Day, and then my birthday is Sunday, but I'm, I'm going out with friends on Saturday night, so Friday and Saturday are going to be very busy days for me. All right. Well, hit the like button if you would as you uh, come through the door tonight for the live show. And again, good to have you with us. Let's jump into some football talk before we bring Tom Noy on here in a few minutes. He's going to pop in in a few. But I, I was thinking, so we've got, again, you know, a week from Wednesday, basically a week from tomorrow, we've got spring football starting. And Vince and I touched on some spring priorities and stuff like that on yesterday's show. How about offensive breakout players? You know, like guys we anticipate could have a big spring and, uh, you know, really, really break out. What I thought we would do is we can, we can draft a couple of different teams of breakout candidates going into the spring. And then at the end we can uh, we can see who's whose little team of of breakout possibilities turned out better. Maybe we can put something on the line for it as well. What do you say? I'm always down for wagers. I think you know that. So uh, <laughs> especially a friendly wager. Yeah, that's right. Any you know, like when you when you look at the quarterbacks. I, I mean, basically, if you're a returning starter, you're not eligible to be a breakout player. 
right? Like right. if we're going to put some parameters on this, any other parameters you can think of? Like, really, I think Kenny Minchie is probably like, do you put Steve Angeli still on the list? I because- do put Steve Angeli still on the list because okay. I don't think he's all the way broken out yet. And I don't think yeah. he's actually got, uh, to me, you got to have like suitable amount of playing time. Like you have to have stats sheets. You have to be, you know, lose a year of eligibility type type of guy in, in order, you know, if you still in the prior season, if you weren't eligible, meaning you didn't play enough games um, or simply you were redshirted, I don't believe that you could uh, be considered a breakout player. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I, I can, I can agree with that. You know, I, my only rationale for not including Angeli is essentially because at the end of the Blue Gold game last year, he he essentially became a spring breakout player last year, but he obviously did. You know that that didn't turn into any actual playing time. So I can see where he could still be, you know, considered a uh, a breakout candidate. Well, I tell you what, I'll just I'll, I'll give you the first draft pick. Who are you gonna who are you gonna draft on your offensive breakout player candidate draft? Who's the number one pick? Am I am I eligible to go from any position right now? You, any position group you want, throw it out there. Any any player you want from the offensive side of the ball, this is your top breakout player of the spring. Oh man, you know what? I'm actually gonna probably. I'm going to shock a lot of people here. I'm going to go with Rocco Spindler as my first overall Ooh, pick. Ooh, very interesting. Going with Rocco Spindler. Okay. I like that. Explain why you put him so high. I think that there are a, a lot of available positions on the offensive line. I think that he has been here long enough um, that he, and he hasn't necessarily gotten that playing time. And, you know, coming right. out of – Coming out of high school, he was a bigger recruit. It was a big deal when Notre Dame landed him. He came out of Michigan and he decided to, you know, go to 
go to Notre Dame over some of those Michigan schools that were, you know, highly recruiting him at the time. Um, so I'm going to go with, yeah, I, I just think that he has a lot of untapped potential. I think he has the skill set to do, you know, to have a breakout year. Um, and I think that he's got the experience of learning behind, you know, some, some good players ahead of him. And I think that this is finally kind of his time um, on the offensive line unit. I like that. I mean, I think that those two guard spots are, I mean, that's what a lot of us in the one practice that we have, I guess, but I mean, that's, that's what we want to see. What's going to happen at those guard spots. Who's going to emerge. You've got three primary candidates for two spots there, left guard and right guard. And uh, I think, I think Spindler is a good choice. He kind of became a hot commodity two springs ago as a freshman when some of the numbers were depleted and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it it hasn't turned into playing time over the last couple of years. Tommy was asking, has Angeli even somewhat broken out yet? And, you know, like I said, I was counting last spring. He was kind of a spring breakout player last year. He obviously, in terms of breaking out on the field, actual games and that kind of stuff, he has not broken out. But, you know, if I guess if you break out in the spring and then you don't turn into – you know, a uh, at least a rotational player in the actual season, you're still qualified the following spring, right? So that's that's why we put Angeli in there again. All right, well, you're going Rocco Spindler. I'm just going to go with the easy pick. I'm going with Tobias Merriweather. Um, <laughs> okay. Because, you know, I, maybe there's a minor argument that Tobias has broken out. I, I think it has to be a very minor argument when you have one reception. So they say he only had one catch. <laughs> That's right. Yes. And uh, I, I absolutely do stymie think that, that he qualifies to be a breakout because I don't think you can be a breakout player in the season when all you've got is one catch. That is one catch. You know, it was a, it was a huge play, but ultimately, you know, it, it didn't amount to uh to anything over the course of the season. Now he would have played more at the end of the season, if not for the head injury and stuff like that. But this is a wide receiver core that obviously is in need of an alpha dog. And Tobias has the, you know, has everything that you want, you know, in terms of physical traits to be an alpha dog. So I'm, I'm looking at, at Tobias as my top pick for, uh, for my offensive breakout player. So you took off some of these wide receivers. See, I was going to go wide receiver first, but again, I, I went. I think I went you with more the of a boom. Pick. Yeah, I think I went with more of a boomer bust type pick. I, I'm either going to greatly succeed or drastically fail. So, all right, that's okay with me. I, that's I, all right. That's all right. <laughs> so, who's your next pick? Let me see here. I gotta go. I gotta look at the wide receiver category now because I can't get. I can't let another one go. And I'm just trying to make sure that I look at someone's numbers first before I can, do. We you know? Do we count Dion Colsey? Is Dion Colsey eligible? I mean, again, <laughs> he turned into a rotational player, but I don't think he's truly broken out in terms of an everyday type. You know, standout. No, and and he's you know he only averaged probably like seventeen yards per game and one not right. even a reception uh, per game and I, that's actually who I was looking up on the on the moment because I like his height I like his frame um, and I like you know 
he didn't have many catches last year, but the ones that you know he did have, I, I liked that he's got he's got good hands. He's got a good catch radius. He's got a good physical body. Um, and I don't think that you know you're not going to get away with throwing it to, to Tobias all the time. And I think Tobias plays a different kind of wide receiver um, right. than what Deion Colsey does. So I am actually going to take uh, Deion Colsey with my number two selection. Okay, that's a good that's that's a good selection mr Dion colsey and I, i'm not as you know he had like the big third down you know possession type receptions and stuff that year really for him like from what middle of the season on he he at least again became like a more you know an actual part of the rotation a big big thing for him is just getting completely healthy and doing all that stuff we saw some good stuff for him or from him but i think that there is still a lot ahead of Dion Colsey. So I think that that is a, uh, a very solid pick as well. Now I'm trying to decide, do I go to the offensive line where you have gone or do I go skill possession guy or, or skill position guy? Like, like, do I go, do I go for the glitz? Do I go for the glamor? And I think that that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to a guy who again, had a big spring last year, but as soon as the spring was over, things took a quick downhill turn for him. And of course, I'm talking about the running back to Darian Price. And I mean, dang, that was my next one. <laughs> you had the chance. You had the chance. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm going with Jadarian Price. Um, you know, again, huge spring last year. We saw him take that screen pass for a touchdown in the blue gold game. But then, unfortunately, afterwards, you know, we found out you know, that, that he was injured and all that stuff. And, and, uh, he was never able to play this past season and really, you know, he was an early enrollee last year. And when you look at the spring he had, I think a lot of people were thinking this is going to be the star of the room and look how good that room ended up being even without Jadarian price last year. So that's why, like you look at this year and it's even more, you know, exciting to, uh, to look at the makeup of that, that running back room and and everything that comes with it. So I'm going with JD price, Jadarian price as my uh, number two guy on my draft. Okay. Okay. Now Let put you in the hole. I put you in the hole a little bit. You got to figure <laughs> out what you're going to do. You know what? I am actually going to. Hmm. <laughs> See, I wanted to take a look at defense, but I know that that is for a, for a later date. You know what? I'm actually going to go with another wide receiver, actually, um, and I'm going to go with Jaden Greathouse. Okay. I like that. I mean, he's talking about how, you know, he can be a touchdown maker for Notre Dame and great skill set. So I like, the, I, like, I like you stacking up on receivers there to try to catch up now. Well, <laughs> It's uh, it's only gonna pull me ahead, and, and the reason I like, you know, Jaden Greathouse is one, um, he obviously didn't see much, you know, at all playing time last year, um, and I think with the addition of someone like Hartman, this passing attack is going to be the the, the ball's not just going to go to one person. Um, I think it's going to be a nice mix of Tobias, Dion, you know, great. I, it, I, the the risk between for me is Jaden and Rico because I think it's going to be one of the two, um, and I think I have more confidence um, in Jaden Greathouse than I do okay. uh, Rico Flores. So I'm going to go with Jaden Greathouse, and again, just because I think that that ball is going to get distributed amongst the wide receivers more evenly, 
this season, it's not going to be, you know, the Michael Mayer show in terms of who's catching the ball on offense. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like J- Jaden Greathouse. All right. I like that. Good pick. Especially, you know, it's – what are we going to see from these freshmen? I, th- I think that that is uh, – it, it's a big que- – you know, the, like the freshman receivers, it's always been a big question mark. And when you go into a spring, it's an even bigger – question mark and how much does it mean coming out of the spring if they do have a good season you you know veteran quarterback and and the whole thing so I like that I like that I'm gonna go back you've already taken an offensive lineman I'm gonna take one as well Uh, I realize you know like we've seen some Shrouth nominations I'm gonna go with the veteran of the crew and go with Andrew Christophic as uh my offensive line pick again you took Rocco Spindler with your first pick was which was a really bold pick the number one overall pick <laughs> in this draft but Christophic's a guy with some experience he's got size I would expect that he is going to you know again this is just my expectation I would expect that he's going to win one of those two guard spots you know we've seen good things from him when he's been in there it's really been about opportunity and now there is a lot more opportunity with both of these um, with both of these guard spots open. So Christophic is the guy that I'm going with. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with a combination here. A guy who can <laughs> oh, catch. The hold ball. on. Hold on. We've got Vince chiming in. We've got Vince chiming in. Andrew was a starter. He was a part-time starter that didn't last. So I don't think he is truly broken out. He is still looking to make a name for himself to Dario. Come on, give me a break. I like how Vince is chiming in from the chat. I know. (laughs) Must not be working hard enough today. That's right. I'm going to go. My my next pick is going to be a guy um, who can catch the ball um, and who can also is going to provide some some blocking. Uh, And and so I'm going to stick with the tight end position here. um, And I'm going to go with Eli Raritan as uh, my breakout tight end and I don't think you can go wrong here because I think you know Notre Dame utilizes more than one tight end I don't think we're going to see that leave anytime soon um but I, I think someone like Eli Raritan is going to have uh, a breakout season for what I talked about I think he's going to be a guy who can catch the ball um but I also think he can be a, a you know a pretty average inline blocker so that's who I'm going to go with obviously the tight end position like I said it's going to be one or two guys maybe even three and so I don't think that there's necessarily a wrong answer but I think of the group, Eli Raritan has the most potential to be, you know, the breakout guy. So that's who Absolutely. I'm going to go with. Absolutely. My only question is, is he healthy? Obviously he had the, you know, the injury in the season, you know, so what's going to happen with, you know, like, it, and that's probably something that we'll find out a week from tomorrow when Marcus Freeman has his uh, opening spring press conference, you know, who's, who's going, who's not going, all that different kind of stuff. And I agree with, we are not Marshall. I mean, Vince, is close to getting blocked, you know, not just a timeout. <laughs> there might be a block coming up here sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, I want a super sticker. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. So Jesse has Eli Raritan with his number four pick. And I am tempted, you know, you know, again, it's like to what degree? Like, do we consider Mitchell Evans broken out just because he's played a little bit? Or, you know, like, have any of the tight ends truly broken out right now? Like, how do we, 
How do we evaluate that considering Michael Mayer got all the action basically for the last three years? Yeah, that's, um, you know, you, you start looking at his, his uh, career stats. He's got five receptions for 60 yards and one touchdown. So I don't consider that all the way broken out quite yet. Okay. I'm, I'm still, I'm on the fence a little bit. You took Jaden Greathouse. I'm going to go with Braylon James. You know, I, I think this is a guy, he comes in, you know, again, a, a great skill set highly touted and all that, you know, it's like good, good high school body, good high, you know, good hands, good speed, the whole thing. So I'm going to go with the, one of the other freshman wide receivers, Braylon James with my number four pick in this. I think this is the guy that T guns was referring to. He said, I can't think of who the number, the other wide receiver is from Texas. I'm spacing on his name guy. That's a little bit faster. I believe this is the guy that he was trying to come up with. So T guns, I'm here for you because I couldn't think of it either. <laughs> James and Greathouse are uh, are the two receivers who are in there. All right. Do you want to make one more pick or do you want to kind of keep it where it is right now? Keep, can you, you have Tobias Merriweather, Andrew Kay, um, and then who was the running back again? Yeah, I've got – so I've got Tobias Merriweather, Jadarian Price, Jadarian. Andrew Christoffic, Braylon James. You've got Rocco Spindler. Dion Colsey, Jaden Greathouse, Eli Reardon. I think we should go one more each to give us a nice five number. You're just trying to catch up. <laughs> My team's already won at this point. Oh, man. All right. One more then. One more then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. See, I think the wide receivers are pretty much taken care of. Um, I believe that the running backs, I mean, that's already taken care of. You already have three guys plus yeah, really the only the, price. I was going to say, like, Jabron Payne is the only other running back who would qualify at this point. Yeah, and I think with four running backs already, the room is already kind of full. You know, Menchie and Angeli, I, I don't think they're, you know, those guys are going to be, I, I think, pretty buried behind Hartman. Um, and Bugner. So I'm actually going to go 
with um, I, 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 I'm going to butcher the last name. You already said it, but I'm going to go with Billy Shrouth. There you go. My, you said it right. My well last done. pick. And the only reason I'm doing this is for insurance for just in case Spindler doesn't pan out. Um, okay. But I do think that he is going to be someone that's going to, he is very talented. He's very young. Um, he, you know, he, he possesses all of the, the 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 talents of you know what it what it means to be successful in the offensive line at Notre Dame. I just think the inexperience and obviously being young and having a lot of experience ahead of him is kind of what what has held him back. But I, I like the combination of him and Rocco uh, potentially as you know the the two starting guards out there come come the first game of the season. All right, I'm gonna go Mitchell Evans then as uh, as my final pick. As uh, you've got Eli Raritan, I'll go with with Mitchell Evans. Because, again, I know Evans has played a little bit, but I don't think he's truly broken out so far when, you when, you know, when, like I said, Michael Mayer has just you know, stolen every reception the tight ends could have. <laughs> I mean, if you are a tight end named Michael so. Mayer at Notre Dame, you were, you were pretty screwed. Let's be That's honest. That's right. That's right. All right. So those are our uh, our top options for Notre Dame's spring offensive player of the year. Sitting on deck right now, or coming off the bench right now, since I guess we're talking about basketball, is the one, the only, Thomas Noy from the South Bend Tribune. How are you today, Tom? What's up, gents? I get both styers today? That's right. Lucky day for you. Styers <laughs> in stereo. Let's go. Styers yeah. squared. And Vince, Vince, I think, is lurking in the chat somewhere. So you may, you, you may actually hear from him. He was just giving me a hard time a minute ago, so trouble we're we're trapped we're we're holding we're holding a spring football draft it must be spring football time that's right baby that's right what do you think you know you've been over there you've been at some of these media availabilities so far have like any of the you know whether it's parker or rudolph or uh Gadouli, like any 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 of these guys you know anything really stand out to you what you've seen or heard from them so far no, because well, the only thing that matters is what happens. The only thing that matters with them, I mean, they they're they're very well spoken. They talk the talk. Now you have to go walk the walk if you're Joe Rudolph as the offensive line coach, and if you're Gino Gadouli as the quarterbacks coach, because what what we really what we really need to 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 see from them, it's not necessarily what we need to hear from them in our media sessions. Is what we see from them. Yeah on the practice field when this whole thing gets started in seven days. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too, Tom. Like you can sit here and talk about all the stuff that they say and everything that they outline and, you know, all the plans that they have, but unfortunately we won't be able to tell until we see, you know, those, those things in action and even more so to take it a little bit further is, you know, spring, spring practice, they don't really show a lot either. So we're really not going to see anything into the, that first kind of, you know, chunk of games at the beginning of next season, which sucks as a fan because of the the lack of just uh, the unknown or not knowing what's going to gonna come. I, I think that the biggest misnomer that fans believe in when spring practice starts is we're going to get answers. We're going to get answers as to who's going to be the starting left guard, who's going to be the starting right guard. What about the defensive secondary? Who's going to break out at wide receivers? Spring practice, for people who don't realize it, is basically just us going over to Planet Fitness and watching people work out for an hour and a half. That's right. spring practice. Like spring practice for them is don't get hurt. Let's 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 work on some communication stuff. Let's I, get the kinks out from the last time. 
We've been on a football field, which hasn't been since late December. And let's just start getting ready for the season. Like there are, there are no answers being formulated in March and April over at Notre Dame, other than the fact that maybe Sam Hartman's your starting quarterback. Right. It's just basic install. You're allowing the young guys to learn the system, learn the basics of your playbook and really get them more snaps than anyone else. Because you know what, you know, the, the juniors and seniors can do. It's, it's about seeing what the younger guys can do and potentially what they've learned from the last season. It's just more questions. That's all you get out of the spring. More questions. Exactly. As, especially when you look at that spring, you know, schedule and you go, oh, one full <laughs> practice. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, we get to get out of bed early to go see nothing. You know, <laughs> again, that's something that fans don't realize. When we that's see right. spring practice, we see nothing in those five periods of any substance, any consequence, anything that's going to sh- shape in any way, shape, or form, this football team in 2023. And we do get to see one full practice and the blue gold game, which right. is really nothing for us. So it's then, just like that's spring practice for you. Everyone's going to overreact to, to the blue gold game, just like Steve Angeli last year. And then, you know, that's what we're going to have all summer. You know, I can't wait till Steve Angeli's playing. You know, why is it Steve Angeli? You know, it, whatever it happens to be. There's always going to be something that's going to be overreacted. That's college football for you.